Good morning, London. 10 a.m. Saturday morning. We're here. We're live talking about MedPoint Health Half Hour, everything fitness, nutrition, wellness related. And boy, do we have a good show today. Fatma across from me, as well as Garrett joining me from the MedPoint team. How are you guys doing? Great. Very good. Thank you. Good. And I understand you are both heavily involved in the 13-week challenge. Garrett, you're training with Taz. Yep. And Fatima, you're training with uh, Tony. Tony, yeah, yeah. it's been so, great. We're yeah, it's been so far. They're about halfway there. Yeah. So, is it a little nerve wracking to be on all those Instagram videos and everything <laughs> like that? Or are you guys kind of just embracing the stardom now? Uh, I think we've gotten used to the cameras, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really not too bad. It's uh, so they come in like once a week and do a little uh, kind of clips of our our workouts and stuff. So by now we just kind of got used to it, and it's yeah. it's no big deal, really. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny, eh? They just bring around another one of their coworkers to like film them. It's like, what if I had my own person who just followed right? me around and filmed me? Feel like me? a celebrity just being on their Instagram yeah. page. I get yeah, random the camera just follows and... them. Eh? Jeez. It's awesome. It's yeah. good stuff. Maybe they're not even paying that person. Maybe the camera is just literally following. Them. <laughs> In which case, then it's you know creepy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's good. You no, know, we're having fun with that promotion. Of course, we got uh, Taz, Tony, and Liz from the chorus team in uh, doing the 13 week challenge. And the 13 week challenge just doesn't. It, it's, it's just not 13 weeks, right? It's it's how we shape and mold you over that time. But it's certainly really reinforcing lifestyle changes so that you can go forth after the program. You can continue on with us with sessions, but that you can feel uh, good about yourself. It's kind of a Kickstarter. It's kind of something to to get get the wheels going. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly. Um, a, a great program for many different people. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a lot just, of people struggle with starting a fitness program, yeah. they don't know. There's, you know, they need to make nutritional changes, um, fitness changes, and they don't know where to start. So the program is a great way of giving you that guidance to get your uh, yourself started and start making progress, and then you kind of have the hang of it afterwards to continue it on absolutely. your own or with us. Well, we got a lot of different programs, and we actually have a couple uh, new ones on the horizon. Cardiac rehab. If you know somebody who's had a cardiac event, or somebody who could, uh, you know, has a family history of cardiac disease or something like that, we have a cardiac rehab program coming. Uh, the one in St. Joe's closed down, unfortunately, and left a lot of people without a regular program. So we're going to be launching that program very shortly, probably in the next couple of months. So if you want to get on the waiting list to join that program, we'd love to have you. Go on the website, fill out a contact card, or if you want to, uh, you know, tell tell your friends about it, right? Maybe you know somebody who's had a heart attack, or maybe you see somebody who could be at risk of having a heart heart event, uh, we'd, we'd love to, to hear from them or you and, and certainly get them enrolled. It's very affordable. It includes classes. It includes uh, cardiologist uh, consults as well as um, dietitian counseling. So it's kind of an all-encompassing thing. And another exciting thing for the downtown facility, we've got a uh, new client startup program. So it's, it's going to be launching uh, in the next month, uh, but it's basically four PT sessions, group training, as well as dietitian counseling. And uh, it's a very appealing price point. You get to come in and try our services. Some people, you know, they don't want to spend a couple thousand right away off the off the hop. So this is a program where they can test the waters. And it's going to be priced around $300. So for, for a few personal training sessions, group sessions, as well as dietitian, you can't really go wrong with it. So come on down and try those services. 
Um, Fatma Garrett, today we're talking a little bit on the start of the show here about screen time. And recently, the uh, government kind of passed down a, a law to say, starting 2019, 2020, cell phones will be banned within Ontario classrooms. Now, considering... This obviously hasn't really been an issue in the past because we didn't really have cell phones yeah. back in the early 2000s. Uh, but cell phones, they lifted the cell phone ban in 2011, just to give everybody a bit of background on, on where we started here, uh, to allow kids to start bringing phones into classrooms. But has this become too distracting for our, young, for our youth of, of today and you know adults of tomorrow? Uh, to properly learn and grow with brain development. I think it definitely affects learning of students, especially at a young age when they're still uh, developing and growing. Um, it definitely can have an effect on the way the students are interpreting new information and, and learning um, at a young age. So uh, it's funny, like back back in the day when we were in school, uh, just just young kids, it, it never was an issue. Nobody ever thought, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, that phones would become you know so popular and all that stuff. But um, you know, I think it's become um, sort of an issue for. A lot of kids that are distracted in class and yeah. and that kind of thing. So um, I definitely see where they're going with it, but um, you know, it's it's nice to see that that students are going to be able to you know focus more on school and learning and that kind yeah. of thing, and not have to worry about um, you know social media and communicating at such a young age. Well, and give it a year, right? Like <laughs> Fatma, you can talk to this, but you're in the middle of history class or geography <laughs> class or whatever. Math class maybe is the most appealing to pull a phone out. Uh, and, you know, you, you feel uh, the vibration or you feel or you hear the, the ding of the cell phone. How tempted in the middle of a class mm-hmm. would you be to pick that up? And, and certainly we yeah. could talk to university level. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm currently in classes right now at Western. And, uh, you know, if I do have my phone around me or I could feel it vibrate in my pocket, I'm mm-hmm. probably about to reach for it or I'm thinking about what it could be, right? But for me, what I do is I turn it off and it's in my bag, out of sight, out of mind. I'm not thinking about it and it's not there. And I notice the difference the days if I do have my phone around me and the days where I don't even know if it's vibrating or not. I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. The difference it makes in um, in my attention um, span in class. And um, just kind of going off uh, onto what uh, Garrett was saying about um, distraction in class. There's a professor at the Ontario Institute for Studies in Education at the University of Toronto, and he was saying that um, his name is Charles Charles Pascal, and he says telling post-millennials to get rid of their cell phones is almost like telling them not to breathe. Now, that statement is big, and it's, big. it's scary because we know it's true. We know yeah. that the younger generations are so absorbed in, in their cell phones and on the internet, social media, that it feels anything that compares to breathing is yeah. something that's concerning right so for that's cell crazy. phones to be compared to that is um is alarming right let's take a step back because i know um like from a from a standpoint of brain development as well as like yeah kids should be spending more time with physical fitness is mm-hmm. what we coach right uh but let's let's kind of go on the other side of the fence here and say like okay what are these useful for because you know, obviously, powerful tool. They could, you know, when back when I was in school, you had to bring a calculator. This mm-hmm. is a calculator. Yeah. Uh, you can fact check quickly. So if there's like a, 
if you're studying history and you want to look up what happened in Europe in the 1700s or whatever, you could probably do that rather quickly. Mm-hmm. And parents might say, look, if I want to get a hold of my kid and in the, the case of an emergency, I want to be able to get a hold of them. So there's so many different reasons that maybe we should keep them or limit them because I think that there's ways they can kind of tamper with the internet a little bit uh, within the schools to say restrict access to from this time to this time. Um, so uh, maybe you just leave it on mobile da- data for the kids and they incur, you know, all the YouTube fines and stuff when you go over the data. Or do you give your phone uh, to the teacher at the front and they kind of have an inventory or you know, you can still hear it if it's ringing and such, or I don't know. It's, it's yeah, if, I remember, you know, back in the day, if, if our parents needed to get a hold of us mm-hmm. and we were in school, they would call the school and exactly. the principal would <laughs> go over You'd the get PA sent system to the office. And, yeah. and get sent to the office yeah. or whatever the case may be. Um, I see kind of the emergency side of it. If, if, you know, we're kind of in a world where everybody's connected, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's got phones. It's easy to, to get a hold of people. Um, you know, it's not the days where we used to pass notes around the classroom to talk to our classmates. <laughs> yeah. Like you can yeah. easily send a message and stuff now. So for sure, um, I think it's kind of become a bigger thing. And, um, you know, everybody, even at a younger age now, everybody's kind of addicted to it. Now you always feel like you need it. Um, you know, so it's, you know, I don't know it's what the strategy right? is. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you put all the phones at the front of the class, are they going to start vibrating and ringing? Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't know whose it is type yeah. of thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know the, you know, really the proper strategy. Um, or maybe you have a couple iPads or something that just circulates throughout the class. Like, so that it's kind of interactive learning, but it's not like you just don't have the apps downloaded on the iPads or something. Right. Yeah. And you have to think about it when you're in the classroom, you're not searching up the material yourself. Right. I mean, the teacher is there for that purpose to teach you the material. If you're working on an essay or if you're working on a project of some sort, you're probably in the computer lab or you Mm. have access to those resources because not all kids have cell phones. Not all kids have laptops, right? So if you're in that classroom setting within, if if you're there for that hour, you don't necessarily need your phone to access the information for the beneficial purposes of the internet, right? Mm -hmm. If you're checking facts or if you're looking up information, that teacher is there. If you have a question, you ask them, right? Right. I mean, afterwards, sure, there's lots of benefits to having a cell phone or a laptop or access to internet that can enhance the student and, and their, you know, performance yeah. in school overall but within the classroom setting i feel like all the learning that you should be getting is through the teacher there that's yeah. providing that right mm-hmm. yep. i remember the only screen time i had throughout school was uh when the teacher probably once a month would wheel the tv that was strapped <laughs> to the cart yep. like with the, <laughs> with the you're just the ready to grab your popcorn because you yeah. know the movie's coming on <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it's it's been such a far you know stretch from where we used to be to where we are now and even you know our parents are probably saying well we never had any screens mm-hmm. and other than the yeah. typewriter <laughs> the calculator or whatever yeah. um so uh, let's let's come to a consensus here. Garrett, what are you saying? 2019, 2020, is, it, is, is this ban a good thing or a bad thing? I think they're going in the right direction. I think it is a good thing. I don't know what the ultimate solution is going to be. Um, you know, maybe you have universal phones in every classroom and, and your parents maybe have the number or whatever right. to yeah. contact An the extension. teacher. If, yeah. You know, if it's a really an emergency or something like that. Um, you know, I think... Having the students not having their phones for an extended period of time is maybe going to help with their addiction. They know they they can go without it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they're it, it's helping with their learning, it's helping them grow. So maybe it's going to help us kind of separate, you know, the kids from their technology over the years and, mm-hmm. and maybe be good 
mm-hmm. uh, in the end, but it's just finding that solution of yeah. uh, maybe, you know, what they can do to, to, yeah. to help that. True. Yeah. Change, change is never easy, right? I mean, the fact that people are, um, there's a lot of backlash about this. There's a lot of students that are outraged <laughs> by this, right? I mean, change never comes easy, especially if it's, I think it's moving in the right direction. Students, I think, can live a couple hours a day without their phones. Like you said, Garrett, if the parents need to reach them or if there's an emergency, there are still telephones. There's still access to those students in the school. So it's not like they're completely cut out from the world and no one can uh, Mm. reach them. Um, I just think it won't be an easy change for students because of how ingrained it is in their lives, right? You know, especially at a young age, like... um, who are they, you know, if you're talking on your phone, like, who are you talking to? Probably all your friends that are at school anyway, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're playing games and stuff, obviously that kind of thing can wait. And mm-hmm. we got to try to, you know, do something about um, separating kids from their phones at that age. But all your friends are at school, right? So you don't really need to talk to them anyway right. mm-hmm. uh, until recess or whatever. So hopefully a solution we're, comes in the next little while. We're losing the the interaction, the, the mm-hmm, human interaction sure. between each other. But yeah. I, I agree with you both. I think that we are moving in the right direction. Maybe you you let them keep their cell phones, but you just put like a whole bunch of stuff in the ceiling so they can't get any signal. <laughs> Make it a dead Lock zone. the yeah. reception. <laughs> yeah, just take That's all just the cell me. towers out of it. And then they can access their, their apps or, you know, yeah. their anatomy app or mm-hmm. their calculator, but they can't, uh, yeah. they can't yeah, download true. anything yeah. or... YouTube stuff. So anyway, there's, I mean, there's obviously no right answer to this, but uh, as we continue to progress and develop as a society and uh, population, it's uh, obviously problems are going to arise because 10, 15 years ago, we never depended on our phones. Now it's hard to go an hour without them. It's hard to breathe without them, dare I say. (laughs) Anyways, uh, all right, we're going to leave it at that. we got to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how you can get active this spring. Hey, and welcome back to the program. Of course, every Saturday we're in here talking about fitness, talking about health, talking about all awesome things, because that's what we studied, right? That's what we... That's right. And that's what we do on a daily basis, so... Ron Young here, joined by Fatima and Garrett. Thank you for being on the show with me today. Thank you for Thank having, you for having us. us. It's always a pleasure. Um, team Spring is here, right? I mean, we had that beautiful day last week where it was like 16 degrees and the uh, I, the mountainous snow beside my walkway, it just like kept getting <laughs> finally smaller gone. and yeah. smaller. <laughs> finally gone. <laughs> And uh, wow, isn't it a great feeling? It's like a burden has just been lifted. <laughs> yeah, finally. That that day last week was a tease almost. Yeah. We started getting cold again and getting yeah. rainy and all that stuff. Obviously, it's still wet and all that there, but we're getting bit, there. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. I just always remember able. a St. Patrick's Day like like six or seven yeah. years ago, and it was like 28 degrees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of expect March to be like that, but it's, it's always fluctuating. I think the weather started to get nicer now, and everybody's just getting more and more anxious to get outside and, yeah. and do their yard oh, work. Yeah really long stuff, winter so. that's why it was a, it was a rough one yeah it i mean was. uh it didn't really come until almost january right yeah, like we didn't have any snow really till christmas time yeah. so uh, i think we were pretty lucky that way but i think everybody's kind of ready for it to be gone now and, yeah. and to get outside and absolutely stuff, so. absolutely so with that being said uh i wanted to go over a few tips and you know we, we are the experts here we we've been training for a long time we've taken the post-secondary uh education required but, um, you know, just looking at it overall, my big thing is get outside and and get active in a variety of ways. I'll say it that way. Uh, you know, we got a trampoline in our backyard. 
You can jump rope. You can go for a run. You can go to the park. Mm -hmm. It's all wonderful things. Figure out what your kids like or figure out what you like because maybe you prefer biking to running or maybe you prefer, um, you know, doing something else. But Mm -hmm. being outside and soaking up that sun is going to be great for your health and good for your mind. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, over the wintertime, a lot of people have the excuse that they don't want to be outside or whatever. They don't like the wintertime. It's too cold, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, now that the, the weather's clearing up, it's, it's getting nicer outside. There's really no excuse to get out and just get moving. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whatever you like to do, uh, even if it's just going for a walk at night, taking the dog out, going mm-hmm. out with your kids, anything, yeah. kind of get moving, get some fresh air. Um, you know, we were talking about it's been a long winter being inside and stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. just get out and, and, and get, get active and, uh, you know, just enjoy the weather. Yeah. yeah. And aside from, you know, staying active in terms of, you know, going for a run or going cycling, which there's lots of things you could do now that the sidewalks are clear, you could do anything. For city. Rollerblade, exactly. Hike, you know, walk, do whatever you want. Uh, but little things that you do throughout the day are important too. You don't want to just get that one hour workout and then you're inactive for the rest of the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's no snow on the ground anymore. So park your, far, your car a little bit further than what you normally park it, yeah, where you park great. it, right? And then that way you're walking a little bit more sidewalks are clear the weather is getting nicer there's really no excuse mm-hmm. little things like that add up right so parking your car a little bit further um taking the stairs instead of the elevator yeah. maybe going the long way if you're walking outside um get some more fresh air get a little bit of sunshine so little things throughout the day add up and um we could definitely do that now that it's Absolutely. getting nicer i'm gonna give a couple of tips and one you're not gonna you're gonna think where's he going with this but i do have <laughs> i think that point. quite often no my first one is obviously with the better weather get out and enjoy nature and have a picnic you know eat your food in the park connect with nature go for a walk while you're in the park and eat good food eat vegetables eat fruit Grow your own garden. That's one of the coolest things that you can do. Uh, in my herb garden, I have uh, cilantro, dill, parsley, like, you know, and I, I even started to, to um, grow some cucumbers this year. So there's no, nothing more satisfying than, than actually putting something on your plate or add something to your meal that came from your own doings. And um, certainly the, the one I was going to throw you guys the curveball with was budget, Right. We all have finances. If you budget successfully, you will make room for fitness. You will make room for exercise. Carve out that little chunk each month for either gym membership, 13-week program, mm-hmm. uh, or sport, right? We yep. were talking about you're joining a ball league, uh, right, Garrett. Yep. So sometimes money can be a barrier in these cases. So really look at what you want to do. And uh, plan financially for it because those are things that can keep you active, right? And it's a commitment that you have to buy into. Beach volleyball, dodgeball, mm-hmm. baseball, mm-hmm. Uh, football, right? I think it comes down to just making your health a priority. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, have, have, you know, spend their money on a lot of different things um, that might not benefit their health. And, you know, really, if you're not being health of, healthy and active, what really do you have, right? So exactly. uh, it's important to, you know, make your health a priority. Get out, be active. Um, like Ron was saying, join some leagues, you know, be sociable. It's a, it's great to, you know, play with your friends, be sociable, get active, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, just making your health a priority, putting aside, you know, that extra uh, few bucks to, to uh, you know, spend on, on, you know, being active and, and joining a league or something like that, mm-hmm. um, just to be out and enjoy the weather, uh, you know, and do the things that we can't do in the wintertime. Yeah. Absolutely. And we were talking about earlier in the show 
the benefits of having internet access or, you know, cell phones. So I'm going to tie into that. <laughs> With that, I mean, you really don't even need to invest any money to stay active, right? Um, there's lots of resources online for different exercises you could do, workout programs. If you can't really budget it into, um, if you can't really fit it into your budget and, um, it, you know, it's a tough time, there's lots of resources you could find online. Lots of exercises you could do without any weights, without any equipment. That will that'll get your heart rate going. That'll um, help you make some progress. And you could do them right outdoors too. So uh, definitely look into those. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you could find things that fit your goals and your needs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The, the one other thing I'll mention, uh, and I didn't even realize that the, the a lot of these programs existed, but the, the public skates. Like yeah. we got literally like 10 arenas in the city. Yeah. And I went over to Medway. It was $8 for me and the whole family mm-hmm. to, to yeah. go on the ice for like an hour and 40 minutes if yeah. you wanted. Yeah. yeah, and great exercise. Yeah. Or we even have the outdoor rinks, right? If it's still a little bit cold, yeah. Victoria Park. Or at the we're market, there's outdoor markets. <laughs> get rid of them. Bring on the sunshine. We, we want, want the sunshine. sunshine. Okay, we're not thinking <laughs> of snow anymore. <laughs> well, it's uh, Juno weekend. It's uh, St. Patty's weekend. That's so, right. Yeah. You know, we we have to <clears throat> sign off now, but uh, we want to wish everybody a safe and happy weekend. Of course, there's going to be a lot of people in the downtown core this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in, enjoy the, the sights and the sounds, the performances of the bands. Uh, all responsibly and uh, plan for safe rides home and everything like that. And, hey, if you want to get home uh, safely and uh, you're not too intoxicated, walking is a great form of exercise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, just get out and enjoy the music. Uh, you know, it's going to be busy around the city, and, you know, this is something that doesn't come to London very often. So uh, try and take part and enjoy it and, uh, you know, just be safe. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, yeah, that's all we got for the show today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back next week for another great episode of the MedPoint Health Half Hour on CFPL 980.